0: La 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 Knights. Okay, so hi. Hi. This is a uh, linoleum Nights, which is usually just for Patreon uh, and is also the one show that we uh, curse on. You're... So if, if you're a regular subscriber and are
1: listening in the car with the kids, maybe skip this one. Okay, I'm going to speak more slowly and clearly than you just did so that the linoleum knife. K-N-I-F-E listeners Uh who have no idea what's going on right now can understand what you just said and why. I just explained everything perfectly clearly. You didn't really. Okay. Um, Welcome. This is not Linoleum Knife, the podcast of the cinema. We are Alonzo Duralde and Dave White. I'm Dave White. He's Alonzo Duralde. We are the hosts of Linoleum Knife. But the show you're listening to right now is called Linoleum Nights, N-I-G-H-T-S. It's a Patreon show.
0: We have an hour here. Just a so second.
1: It's a Patreon show. <laughs> Normally, it's for people at the sort of like upper tippy top of the Patreon. They get it live on camera every Sunday morning from us. And it's, as Alonzo mentioned, it's the one show that we don't intentionally keep clean with the language. We talk the way we talk, which is lots of cussing, because that's what we are like. And we're doing this uh, episode of Linoleum Nights, And we're sending it out to everybody, no matter who you are, no matter what Patreon level you're at. Even if you're not on the Patreon with us at all, if you're a person who listens to Linoleum Knife, the podcast of the cinema, you're getting this. Because we haven't recorded anything in over a week, and there are reasons. Welcome. Oh, Are
0: are we done now? Cussing, Cussing commences. Jesus fucking Christ, Y'all. Dave White. You
1: just, I, I said all that. Then you, you know. Yeah, you said it really fast in a way that was non explanatory for newcomers. What if a newcomer is here? Hi. They don't fucking know what's going on. I suppose. Yeah, you suppose. I'm being thorough with <sighs> details. All right. What's up here? Good morning. Uh, is that if you're a regular watcher? Of linoleum nights you are seeing that we are in a different location we are coming to you from the living room instead of the dining room sorry about the furious backlighting we are really blown out with the backlight because you're looking at a sliding glass door that leads to our balcony on our apartment i am sitting in the recliner that we purchased uh for the purposes of my recovery from hip replacement surgery that took place Monday, past Monday, five, six days ago now. Yeah. And they uh, did not want this rec- recliner. But they told me that hip replacement surgery was going to require me sleeping on my back with my legs uh, pushed apart by a special pillow device called an abduction pillow and it feels like an abduction because the, you are strapped into it every night so i'm in this recliner unable to move my legs are pulled apart they're strapped uh, open to this pillow and i am required to sleep this way but i couldn't do that on a bed because i don't sleep on my back so we faced the possibility of uh, 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 renting a recliner or buying one. Y'all you know how much fucking money they want to rent a, a surgery recovery recliner? Well, you don't pay it to come in; you pay it to go. A lot. You—they charge you a lot. There's the companies that have these things. But you know who doesn't charge you a lot of money? Bankruptcy, Bed Bath and Beyond. Bed Bath and bankruptcy. Yeah. They are moving it out the door real cheap.
0: By the way, uh, part of us being in the living room means that we are not using our usual audio setup. That's true, too. So if you're wondering why this... uh, Sounds weird, maybe? Yes, that's why. Far away, quiet. We're using the laptop mic and not our
1: professional system. Yeah. So that's what's going on. Uh, The only reason we're even doing this this morning uh, is because they did not... Intubate me. Yes. Um, they put me on a thing. They shot me. did a spinal? I had a spinal uh, tap. Something? Something. And then a... Okay, so, Bo, here's the whole story. All right? Uh, for those of you who've been around a long time, you know the story. I've had severe hip arthritis for over two years. In both hips. In both hips. And this requires two hip replacement surgeries this past Monday was the first one and in order to prep for it they made me jump through a million hoops I used to be so happy I was 320 beautiful bouncing pounds gorgeous and then they said Hey, guess what? You have to be 250 pounds or else no dice. My orthopedic surgeon was like, you gotta, I need a smaller you. To be fair, when they told you this, you had already reached 280 for other reasons. Yeah, but that's a complication that is not important right now. I'm just saying. It's a complicating factor that's not important right now. Who's telling this story? You badly <laughs> and lengthily. Uh, we got an hour.
0: <laughs>
1: You're gonna fill it up with this one anecdote if we're not careful. Um, so now I'm I, I'm a am I'm, 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 I'm a twink now. Yes, I weigh 248 pounds. Oh, Silph-like. and uh, they let me have the surgery, and they uh, brought me in. And the anesthesiologist called me the Friday before the surgery. And on the phone, he had that sort of like a little too upbeat kind of quality that I really detest in every person who has it. Um, but he got away with it because he was so also... Calm and kind and friendly on the phone? He got away with it because he praised you on all your progress. Also, yes, he did praise me like he should. Mm. I did not lose all this goddamn weight. For your health? Just for my health. I mean, yes, I did. I lost it specifically so I could have surgery. Yes. Um, But what I expected along the way from medical professionals who were encountering me was a little, a little pat on the fucking head every once in a while. Like, you're doing great. Like, I I don't need it from anybody else in my life, right? If you see me and you see my body has changed... Do not, do not look at me and go, oh, you look so great. Because what I will say to you is, bitch, I looked good when I was 320. And it was true, I did. All you have to say to me is congratulations on meeting the goal that was mandated (laughs) by your orthopedic surgeon. Having said that, I want the medical professionals who are dangling surgery in front of me like a carrot on a stick to pat me on the head as I reach the goal. And finally, one of them did, the anesthesiologist. He looked at my numbers and he said, oh, wow. He goes, all the weight you lost, your A1C, because I have type 2 diabetes. He goes, you got a Transam. You're doing great. great. Yes, exactly. He goes... You're doing better than people who don't have diabetes. <coughs> I was like, that's right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Swelled head. No. Mm. Recognition has been due. I pay in premiums to Kaiser Permanente every month. <laughs> for fawning. <laughs> I need a little. I need a tiny amount. <laughs> Mm. A little. I need a dollop of of, of, of moi mm. for my commitment, my more carrot, less stick. Yes. <clears throat> anyway, so I get in there on Monday morning, and I'm afraid. Like surgery is something that frightens me, in a way that flying used to. I'm I'm scared of being put under i'm scared of going in for surgery i'm scared of all of it cuz you know give me that scalpel i i i, I like life <laughs> life likes me you like being in charge <clears throat> and i like to i like to be alive so that i can make th- things be the way i want them to be that's not how that song goes but i did rhyme just now <laughs> So, I'm, I've been in kind of a panic state for about four weeks, and I got in there Monday morning, and I'm in pre-op, and Alonzo, of course, took a picture of me wrapped up in the puffy, warm, uh, the warming blanket. That's all. It looks like aluminum foil. You look like a potato.
0: And you had a little shower cap, too,
1: and they had a little shower cap on me, and I was wrapped up in the foil. They even put a little blanket on my head at one point too because it was cold. That photo has not circulated into the public yet because I look like the baby Jesus in a manger yeah. or King Tut. Yeah, <clears throat> I the uh, Victor Buono version. I um. He walks in. The anesthesiologist walks in, and I'm meeting him face to face for the first time. We've only spoken on the phone before that moment, and he goes, "How are you?" And I said, "Terrified." <laughs> And he he touches my hand and he goes, you don't have to be scared. I'm going to take care of you like you're my family. I'm going to take care of you like you're my big brother. And I started crying.
0: <laughs> that is bedside manner right there. Mm.
1: Now, it's been six days. So here's what I know. That guy is smooth and has that line locked and loaded in the holder for anybody who needs it. But he, I think he is a genuinely good and sincere guy yeah. who genuinely wants to be like kind and gentle and, and, and decent to people and soothe them. He's like all oh, those flight attendants that could sense your panic from there was the just other that end one, of the plane. There was just that one that right. one time. Yeah. Um. so I think it was a line and I think he's got it I think he says it to anybody regardless of like who they are like he adjusts it like I'm going to take care of you like you're my grandma like that kind of shit little brother if my it's a my little kidding. brother my big sister like whatever my mom that is that's I don't know who teaches you that or if he just like gets that on your own give him a fucking raise. That dude is great. I love that guy. And, uh, and he made me, he made me, he made me start weeping. And I've told this story to a couple friends, uh, so far, and they cried when I told them the story too. So that's what's happening. Um, and then I woke up, and I came home, and they uh, they pushed me up the stairs very slowly, very gently. You know, you, you, know, you climbed up the stairs. Which you, is- you 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 lead, you lead with your <clears throat> unoperated leg, and you simply let the other leg, the one that has just undergone major surgery, land. Mm-hmm. Your body pulls that leg up, and you don't do anything with it. Um. The uh, And so uh, what else has been going on this week? I've been in the recliner. I've been doing my little exercises. Physical therapy has visited me twice in person and twice on the phone. Uh, I've been an incredible model patient and have caused Alonzo no troubles at all.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You're a model patient if we're talking about the goofus side of the page. (laughs) No, all things considered, you've been
1: fine. I have a problem. My problem is that I walk through this house, this apartment, Every day of my life, in between work tasks, <clears> then <throat> there are domestic tasks, and I'm the one who does those domestic tasks most of the time. And the reason I am the one who does them is because I'm the one that notices them. I'm the one that that has his mind attuned to vacuuming, and the counters being clean, and you know, oh, there's a cobwebs. There's a little cobweb in the corner. I'll need to vacuum that up. Oh, the books are dusty. The, the bedside table's dusty. I need to swiffer that shit. Um, I, I notice these things. And the, one of the greatest tortures of my life is being uh, uh, unable to bend, stoop, reach, twist, There's so many things I can't do this week. I can use my walker. There's a walker around here somewhere else right behind me. I can use my walker and put on my little Skechers slip-in shoes, and I can walk the length of the building, the, the, the walkway that leads from one end of the building to the other that's directly outside our door. I can do that, and I can come back, and that's what I can do. I can raise and lower myself on my portable little tall toilet. Y'all don't want to see it. (laughs) And that's what I can do. And everything else, my wonderful husband has to do, except he also has to do it with the added burden of me uh, being like, ah, everything's dirty and messy and gross. And also all the taking care of
0: you at this moment.
1: There's also a lot of the taking care of me that he has to do too. Like he has to help me put on socks and underpants and pajama bottoms and so much pillow adjustment. So much pillow. I have to keep my feet elevated like above my I'm sorry I'm doing a SIG Heil right now. Uh, I have to keep my feet elevated above the my heart at night so like the leg elevation pillow, another pillow on top of that, the abduction pillow that keeps my legs apart and straps me in, a little blankie, my head pillow, the pea jug <laughs> next to the recliner, a towel, a glass of water, my glasses, my at a glance, so I can schedule things. So you can just imagine. Medications. How it's all going. They gave me oxycodone. Guess what that does to me? You, you, did y'all watch the Nan Golden documentary called All the Beauty and Bloodshed? You should. It's wonderful. And I say wonderful, I mean it's, it's tough. Uh, it's a great movie. And what I learned this week is that there are two kinds of people in this world when it comes to oxycodone and other opioids, those for whom it feels great and those for whom it makes you want to have a throw up all day long. Well, I am the latter. And I took one oxycodone when I got home from the hospital because they said, you got to take it before the pain starts. You got to get ahead of it. And I took it. And I thought I was going to throw up all the not-food that was in my stomach. Uh, I've chosen to not take another one. And they gave you an anti-nausea medication. Which kind of sort of worked. But But also knocked you out. But knocked Mm -hmm. me out and uh, didn't really do the trick. Because when I came out of being knocked out from it all, I was still nauseated. So no oxycodone for me. Anybody in the market for some... Stop it. Stop it.
0: (laughs) No. You are not hillbilly elegying this podcast.
1: (laughs) But I'm kind of... I'm a hillbilly, though. Yeah, well. (laughs) You're going to get
0: an elegy if you don't watch it. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So that's what's going on this week, y'all. Things are great. Alonso Duralde is a perfect, a perfect husband and uh, has been enduring me for a week. But God damn it, I need to be cleaning things in this apartment. If I can do it, I have to do it. And if I can't do it, I have to freak out about it. And that is bad. Don't be that person. Do, do Don't. Not, do not be like me. Be different than me. Relax and chill and recover and convalesce and don't worry
0: about shit. Uh, Don't be the person who insists on having a pile of blankets and pillows and things for you removed from your line of sight
1: because... Also, I am this other kind of person that when there's chaos in my immediate surroundings, I can't settle down. So... Like all the piles of stuff, equipment and blankets and pillows and shit, they were deeply upsetting and distracting to me. And so you want to be in Carrie Bradshaw minimalist recovery. There's nothing minimalist about our home. All I want is not clutter. Mm -hmm. And so I was demanding. All right. I'm a very, I'm very demanding. I'm very. I think, I think people might already know this <laughs> about about me. Anyway, so uh, we've been watching a lot of movies, though. Well, I have been anyway. In addition to episodes of Gilmore Girls, I've watched uh, Double Indemnity. I watched. The Cobweb. You watched The Cobweb with me. I did. The Cobweb is wild. It's this 50s movie from Vincent Minnelli. And it's a, it stars uh, 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 Richard Widmark. Richard Widmark and Lauren Bacall and Gloria Graham. Gloria Graham and Charles Os- Boyer. Uh, Charles Boyer and Oscar, Oscar Levant. Levant. <laughs> and it's. It's about... Lillian Gish. Yeah, Lillian Gish is in it. She's old, isn't it? Mabel Albertson from What's Up, Doc. Yeah. (laughs) It's about the drapes in a psychiatric hospital and the turmoil that ensues when they decide to change the drapes. And it becomes something that the patients and the staff and the board of directors all jockeying for positions of power or positions that are about their mental health. Everyone becomes fixated and focused on
0: these drapes. It's also, it's the classic like, they should show it at companies where departments don't communicate with each other. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it is literally the one five-minute conversation could have solved this entire movie. But everybody's acting on their own and putting up drapes and taking down drapes and buying drapes and design, designing drapes. And it's uh, it's
1: crazy. It's great. It's a great movie. Um, I watched uh, Strobe Wierk. Uh, film about Cezanne, which is fantastic. Uh, that's on Metrograph. Are you right to sleep? Metrograph at Home. Um, no, you know you know what I've learned about watching a Strobe Wii film on Metrograph at Home? They have the entire Strobe Wii collection on Metrograph at Home, by the way. Metrograph at Home is such a good streaming service. They don't advertise with us, but I would do an ad for them if they asked. Um, what I've learned about watching the Stroebrié films on Metrograph at home is that if I watch them in the morning, I am fresh, I am bright-eyed, I am fresh. So, like six a.m. when I've got my first cup of tea and I'm I'm, I'm clicking. That's I can focus on that, and it's it's because you need to, you really got to focus on a Stroebrié film, and if I do it in the afternoon, that's nap time. If I do it at night, that's bedtime. <laughs> so I, the mornings.
0: These films are
1: soporific, is what he's trying to say. They right? are not. They are merely rigorous and demanding. Mm. So I watched that. Uh, what else? Oh, we watched Wonka the other night. Yes. Because but that's under embargo. So that's, that's not we're not going to tell you if it's good or bad right now. But uh, this is that time of year when Alonzo Duralde, who is a member of both the Los Angeles Film Critics Association and the National Society of Critics Association. Of film critics. National Society of Film Critics. um, He gets sent every major film. uh, Well, they used to send us physical
0: screeners, and now we all get links. Oh, You get links, you also get physical screeners. Some physical screeners, yeah. Only from streamers, weirdly enough. That's the funniest part.
1: Um, so yeah, we watched Wonka the other night. Uh, you watched uh, a silent version of the biggest bundle of them all. Yes, I watched. Uh, <laughs> I watched the biggest bundle of them all. It was a 1968 uh, crime movie starring all these dudes and Raquel Welch. And Raquel Welch spends the entire movie basically undulating, undulating, and go-go dancing. Um, while the guys are making crimes.
0: Vittorio Sica
1: right? He's in it. Oh,
0: okay. He's not directing it. He's
1: in it. So, uh, Turner Classic Movies is the convalescent's best buddy. You just, there's nothing you can't get from Turner Classic Movies. You also uh, revealed to me last night that
0: that you find it restful to fall asleep, to. Me watching Hallmark Christmas movies. This is the
1: thing I've learned this week. I'm sleeping in the living room. And Alonzo has to watch those shitty Hallmark Christmas movies for Deck the Hallmark, the other this other podcast that he's a part of. And uh, uh and here's what I've learned. I'd fall asleep at 9 o'clock, but he's just getting going with a Hallmark movie. And falling asleep in the recliner while you watch a Hallmark movie is like falling asleep in the back seat of the car on the way home when your parents are driving. <laughs> and you're a little kid. So, they're good for something. Stropier is not a soporific. We know what the soporific is. <laughs>
0: Well, I've always said that it was, you know, prime nursing home television. Yeah.
1: Uh, oh, one thing we forgot to tell y'all uh, we don't know how long this particular episode is going to last. We have no films to review for you. Uh,
0: well, this is not an LK, this is an LN.
1: What I'm saying is that many of you are listening as though this were linoleum knife right. with an F. But this is indeed Linoleum Nights yes. with a T-S. T S, so uh, we have nothing to tell you about other than all the crazy shit that's been going on medically with me this week. Do you have any uh, thing that you would like to uh, tell folks about? Other than that, your bathrobe is currently matching my my pajama bottoms. True,
0: which are
1: off camera. It's a coincidence. Yes. Yeah. They're both from LLB, yes. is why. And they're both mine. Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> they're both yours.
0: Um, yeah, not really. I mean, this week has pretty much just been like, you know, we, we had Thanksgiving was Chinese food, which was great.
1: We got Chinese food for Thanksgiving. Uh, our sister in law uh, gave us a Grubhub gift card. So that paid for Thanksgiving Chinese food for us. And our niece, Pilar, and our friend and neighbor, Gary Cotty, and his boyfriend, Dylan. The five of us ate Chinese food. They ate at the table. I ate here in the chair. Um,
0: we've had lovely uh, gifts from listeners. Jesse sent us a nice People are sending box of get, things. get well Connie things. Connie sent us some cookies. Yeah, cookies. The the staff at Maximum Fun sent over some Baked treats, which were great, including a, a big round boule. It was a boule, right?
1: Uh, it was indeed, yes. Yeah, yeah, which
0: I ripped up and made into a French toast casserole for yeah. Thanksgiving morning. And we enjoyed it while watching the Macy's parade.
1: One very cool friend sent me vintage, a vintage European straight porn magazine called Linda Rock and Roll <laughs> Nymph. Mwah! Yeah, <laughs> that's how you convalesce. <laughs>
0: and and several folks have, have also sent us gift cards for GrabHub, which is nice. Um,
1: yeah, so people are being lovely. Everyone's being very nice to us, and by us, basically. You know, and
0: friends are coming me. over and sitting with you, so that
1: I can like. Had some babysitters. Leave the apartment or take a nap. Gray Drake is coming over tomorrow to babysit me while you have to go do things. Yes. My friend Michael came over yesterday and uh, was a lot pushier as a helper than you are. Oh? Yeah. Like I was standing up from from the chair and he's like, wait, I have to come over and stand next to the chair so you don't fall. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was being such a slacker. <laughs> well, you know, maybe you could learn some things.
0: <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Get Michael over here first thing
1: in the morning. Let him deal what, <laughs> do what I have to deal with. True. True. He doesn't want to have to help me put on the underpants. The end of a long night. I mean, maybe he does. I don't know. Um, so anyway, that's everything that's happening.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, any news on the Christmas front? We're we're waiting for our
1: actual tree to get delivered. We were gonna buy um, a silver tip uh, fir, but you can't the, getting those delivered uh, is astronomically expensive because they're not popular trees. Yeah. There are, there are already pricey trees just to buy in the first place. Yes. And so, it was going to require a, a lot of maneuvering and going to get it, which would mean someone would have to come here and sit with me. And so, instead we decided to have a regular Douglas fir delivered and it hasn't shown up yet. And the window of delivery is very vague. And sometime between now and December eighth. Time between now and December eighth. So eventually, uh, you're going to see uh, a tree, a live Christmas tree, in the spot where you now see a chair, I guess. Yeah. Um, and that's yeah, that's what's coming. But otherwise, you can go follow uh, the other uh, Christmas decorations on the instagram account dxax dave x alonzo x tree um and if you want to follow more uh, uh really kind of recovery minutia from me i'm posting that on my instagram called d Leland white i've posted more this week than i have in months yeah because people keep, well, the reason is because folks keep texting me and wanting updates. And I'm like, how are you doing? What's going on? And I'm like, you know what? Just go fucking look at Instagram. I don't have time to have all these conversations all day. I mean, I do. If you're my friend, you can just text me anytime. I don't give a and shit. And the baked
0: potato picture I took of you, as you said, was your most popular The baked popular potato ever.
1: picture was the highly popular. Uh, as I look like uh, what I am. Yeah. And that's that. Okay. I, I have nothing else to report on, uh, other than everything's fine, and everything's. Uh, any any notable comments today? Nice, mm-hmm. uh, just people are being sweet in oh, the comments. That's nice, and also telling me that I have ADHD, and I, <laughs> I don't know, maybe <laughs> undiagnosed. If that's the case, uh, you're almost sixty. What better time? Yeah. What better time? To, to have that as a diagnosis? I don't know what's going on. I don't I I, I think I just need <sighs> to have things the way I need to have them. I uh-huh. want I want things the way I want them.
0: Is, is pain in the ass a medical diagnosis? Can they treat that?
1: If I can do it, I need to do it. And if I can't do it, I need to freak out about it.
0: Dave one of those people that sees when Harry met Sally, and is like, I, why, "Why is it funny?" There's, and, and Sally she, has no
1: problem. She—that's how. That's how tell you order a sandwich. Sally is not the problem in that fucking movie. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you that. Yeah. It's not. It, she's not. She's America's sweetheart, like me. God damn it. <laughs>
0: Okay, then, uh, on that note, uh, thanks, everybody, for uh, for watching, if you watched. Uh, thanks for listening. If you want more Linoleum Nights in your life and you want the avail- ability to see it live, maybe join our Patreon at patreon.com slash linoleumknife. Uh, Linoleum Nights is normally a, an exclusive show for people at the $16 and $20 level. Um, and uh, we have all sorts of other... Shows and um, film-related recordings and club meetings and things and stuff available to our Patreon subscribers. We hope you'll consider becoming one. Um, Thank you for all your concern about Dave and his problems. And there are so many. (laughs) And we'll keep everyone posted as to how it's all coming along. Um, All right. Well, until next time, good night.
1: Yep.